Hey guys, this is a message to the free portion of the podcast listeners on Spotify and iTunes. I don't know if you know this, but I just got banned off Patreon. They ripped away my income. So it would mean a lot to me if you can come on over to Gumroad. That's where I'm hosting the show mainly. And the shows are usually an hour, 10, hour and a half long. So you're only getting five to 10 minutes here. It would be greatly appreciated if you can come on board Gumroad. Wrongop.gumroad.com or you can find the link on wrongopinion.net. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Cash, and this is Wrong Opinion. Today, coming at you with an interview with Clemenza of the Meat Mafia podcast. So yes, it's one of those episodes where I'm gonna, I'm gonna encourage you to eat organ meat, eat red meat, eat oysters, eat all of these good things to combat the poison that they're feeding us on a daily basis. So on that note, I hope you enjoy my interview with Clemenza of the Meat Mafia podcast. It, this is so okay, cool. uh, off the cuff. It doesn't matter. I, I, I'm, I'm just starting to record right now because I don't want to miss anything out, but miss out on anything. But um, so you went to Santa Teresa. Yeah, that's like yeah, a, I was down. To yeah, that's like an hour away f- from me um, by ferry. And, and that guy, Paul Saladino, lives there. Yeah, so I, I was down there. I was he had this animal based gathering. And I booked like a last minute flight there. I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to go um, check it out, see who shows up, um, get in touch with some people who think similarly to me. And it was a great experience. It was it, you get the people who are on the fringe when you show up to an event like that. For sure. So there are all sorts of people that I met there who were amazing, um, kind of validated a lot of the things that I was thinking about in terms of nutrition and like uh, kind of the health space. Like just a lot of people who have been really positively impacted by eating uh appropriately so it's like yeah it was cool just just be, being around people like that well so when was that that was in march um i've been trying to dm paul saladino to come on this podcast and he sees my dms he sees them really yeah and he just completely ignores it and i don't it's not like i'm <laughs> i'm owed anything obviously like if he's like no man i'm busy or no like i it's best if i don't go on that show or, you know i totally understand but like leaving me on red dude come on like and i i even said i'm like i can drive to you and meet up with we could do it in person i can meet up with you uh nothing it's it's dead dead air nothing no response hey persistence man just oh i'm going to there'll uh, be a dead yeah, I don't take it personally. No, of course not. It, what like I like Paul Saladino. He's obviously very repetitive, and for those of you that don't know, he's Carnivore MD on Instagram. I'm sure you've run across his page where he says everything is bullshit. Um, I agree with him. He's pretty much spot on about everything. The only problem with him, and I think it might be a turnoff to to you know people stumbling on his profile, is the fact that he's such a purist. He's very dogmatic. And also he has like, yep. cra- he has crazy eyes, like very intense, you know? The, in- the intensity is as real in person, if not more. Yeah. Um, but, but I think, you know, I've been p- following Paul for a while and his interview on Joe Rogan is one of the best interviews on health topics that I've ever come across. Like the level of preparation that you, you really see like the inner workings of his mind because he mm-hmm. was so prepared for that interview. Right. I mean, he had like a, file that he sent Joe that was like, just it had every single study ever written under the sun to support animal based eating. 
and obviously now his whole his whole trajectory of what he's doing has changed but i still think that like at his roots and at his core he's talking about the right stuff but oh, as you yeah. said if you come across content now it's like he you know he's going in grocery stores and, and like taking kale and just saying it's bullshit and stuff which you know uh could rub people the wrong way but i think his his messaging if you go back to that interview you'll really get a flavor for what oh, he's all yeah. about yeah 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 no he's he's definitely a net positive he's very smart i even think liver king is a net positive he's a mascot like that's what people don't get like he's a complete mascot it doesn't matter if he's on roids or not it's the things that he's saying that to me is um extremely relevant it, and that's why I, I came across obviously you know your account and and i'm aware mm-hmm. of your podcast and everything because I'm gravitating towards like these types of people. Like I interviewed Josh Rayner Gold on this podcast as well. Oh he's yeah, a, he's a great Josh guy. Is the man. Yeah, he's a great guy. The thing, like, for instance, certain things rub me the wrong way about Paul. Like he doesn't have kids, so yep. you know, I think that that's kind of it takes you to like a next level in life of understanding. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes you'll be like, you see these packets and it's literally blended fruit, you know, like it's, it's obviously processed, yeah. it's, but there's no added sugar or anything like that. And it's like little packets for babies and, 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 you know, toddlers and stuff. And he's like, this is bullshit. Kids shouldn't be eating blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, like I'm with you with the seed oils. I'm even with you on the vegetables thing, but like have a kid. And all you're going to be worried about is like getting something in him getting something in your kid because they do not eat like you, they need to eat something. So whatever works yeah. when they're babies and, and, and all that, but that's kind of my thing with him. Yeah. And um, me, so I, I run the meat mafia podcast and one of the meat mafia accounts on Twitter, uh, the Clemenza account and my buddy, Brett, uh, who runs the Salazzo account. We talk about this all the time. Like our perspective is particularly unique. We're in our late twenties. We don't have kids. So like, speaking to people who are older than us about nutrition for their kids is just like, like we try to be honest with ourselves. Like we're speaking from our own experience and from what we understand through the research that we've come across, but also like we don't have kids. We're not living that lifestyle. So I think that's something we're trying to be very aware of when we do right, because it's, it's obviously a whole different ball game when you're talking about feeding yourself versus feeding another person. You, You know, what's interesting about that also is that, um, I think with kids, like obviously don't feed them crap, you know, but there's like a, you don't have to be such a purist. And the thing with kids is they're so impressionable that eventually they'll, they'll see how you treat your body, what you're eating, how you're training and all of that. And then they're going to want to emulate that because you're their first idol, you know? So, you know, that, that's how you do it. You don't do it by like, um, depriving them of, of basic necessities, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And and I think that, you, as you said, they're very impressionable. If they see you acting and eating the right way, like they'll eventually gravitate towards that. Um, so yeah. it's more about the example you set. And um, so just, I mean, I think like the principles that you put in place as opposed to, you know, just uh, trying to be authoritarian. And I think the pure, the purest camp is obviously one that's like, I, I, I think about this all the time. There's, there's the purest, the idealist, which I love, I resonate with it. I think that like the way I act is definitely closer to the idealist camp, but I also like try to bring in a little bit of pragmatism to everything. Like they're ne- both need to exist. I think right. in some realm, because the idealist kind of like pull the sheets back and say like, this is what it could look like. This is what it should look like. 
and then the pragmatists get closer and closer to, um, you know, moving the needle in that direction. But I think there's an ecosystem there that plays very well together. And like, as you said, Liver King, perfect right. example of that. He's a, he, he's a net positive for sure. Uh, you, you know, people weren't even talking about liver, eating liver and the benefits of liver 10, 10 years ago, no. like five years. Um, and so he's kind of brought that topic back into the forefront, which I think is great because liver is like nature's vitamin. I, yep. I truly believe that there's so many properties to it that make it different than any other meat source or definitely plant source out there for nutrients. So, yeah. Um, what well, I'm going to talk about liver King in a second, but to, my, do you hear that? My brother's playing video games. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> uh, he's just yelling. Um, the, the, I'll get to Liver King in a second, but the interesting thing, to, one of the interesting things to me about this new renaissance, this new movement for, you know, liver and organs and, and just red meat in general is the fact that it is kind of like a return to tradition and it happened in such a grassroots way. And it's kind of encouraging because it is kind of, the, it's the truth of nutrition and people always try to find the truth in pretty much everything now. And I always say that the truth lies in the past and, you know, we have we have to stop trying to re-engineer uh, the way way of life, our way of life. And even the way we live, like the way we build buildings, the way we live in cities um, and all of that. And the encouraging thing is that this is just happening completely naturally. Like this is not there's no PR campaign. No one's like even though Liver King is something that was concocted in a in a you know, with through PR, through an agency or something like they're like, oh, you should make a mascot, Liver King. Uh, that could have only even happened through them if there was already this groundswell movement, like with Carnivore Aurelius and all these other people online to kind of, you know, totally. lay, lay the groundwork, lay the foundation. 